Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, December 1st, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, cornerback Darius Slay. Uh, just uh, you know, they just competing a lot, man. You know, uh, they out that grinding. You can see that they still out there fighting. You know, uh, not giving up. You know, and um, so that's a good sign of that. You know, and other team just uh, still going out there competing. You going up against the Lions this week? It's Elijah Riley going up against the Eagles. Oh, uh, yeah, it's good for him, man. I heard he's playing great over there, man. Uh, so it's a good thing for him, man. You know, hit him get an opportunity to showcase his talent and uh, and do what he had to do, man. Uh, he he well deserve it. He's been working hard here for sure, and uh, you know and, um, the Jets noticed uh, in training camp. So uh, you know, one of my coaches asked me about him because uh, my guy there, you know, T.O. Tony Oden is the DB coach over there. He asked me about him. Right after we left from there, and um, shoot, and you know, I, was, I ain't surprised that he ain't over there. How's the mood been in the locker room? Uh, just after, after all, kind of, you guys made some advancement, all of a sudden to have the loss. Uh, that's great. I mean, you know, we, we move forward. You know, one one day at a time. You know, we left that behind us, and we moving forward to the Jets. You saw Zach Wilson in the summer. What were your impressions of him, and, and can you use any of that this week? I know it's been a while. Yeah, uh, he just, you know. He, uh, he's a guy that feel like he can make all the roles. You can see it out there on film. Uh, strong arm, you know, got a lot of swag about him. He can still do, and, um, you know, he's young. You know, just like every young quarterback, they learn it, and, um, you know, he's doing a great job over there. Back, do you try to use that against them? Uh, that's, that's of course. You know, that's just how my position is. Uh, when you, play, when you see a young corner out there, you're, you know, you're trying to find a way to attack him because he's young and, and how fast can he process, you know, after that. So, uh, you know, uh, that's always a goal, you know. But that's the that's the beauty of it about this game, man. You can grow in, in, um, at any time. Back when you uh, just went against the Jets in, you know, in the summer, Joe Flacco was obviously on your team and everything like yeah. that. I mean, I know obviously Wilson is the main guy there now and everything like that, but, like, can you kind of appreciate what Flacco might be, how Flacco might be helping those guys? I mean, it's all good. You know, I wouldn't spend nothing for Flacco, you know. Uh Shoot, Flacco probably telling everything we done did. So, I mean, he, um, that's what he's supposed to do as a vet, you know, to help the young guy out, you know, shoot. Because if I was on the other foot, I'm telling everything was going on with the Eagles too. Shoot, I tell him everything. But, uh, so, but, you know, we, we prepare for whatever, you know. It's still, you got to go execute the game plan. Do you, do you think there's any advantage to be gained from that? From, or do you think nah, it's like I really ain't because it's, it's all about, at the end of the day, man, it's all about spots. And, you know, if you got to beat a guy to a spot or balls throws to a spot, this game is just really, really uh, the same since 1960, man. Just a better skill position. Is there anything that kind of jumps out at you when you watch tape of uh, Zach Wilson? I mean, I know it's kind of a limited sample, but he's a young guy. You've seen a lot of quarterbacks. Right. I'm saying, like, he got an excellent arm, you know, feel like he can make all the throws. Got a lot of zip to the ball. Uh, so, man, I just say he just got to, you know, keep learning. And, um, you know, as the time go by, I, I feel like he'll be one of the great quarterbacks in this league. How do you feel like you're playing comparative to every good year in your career? Uh, I'm playing great. Uh, you know, shoot, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do, make plays, uh, being in my spot. Uh, a lot of plays I made just be me hustling or me just, you know, being where I'm supposed to be. And that's just how I've always been as a professional. And uh, so uh, my whole career, I've just been in the right spots. 
But I'm really whooping ass, though. Up next, quarterback Jalen Hurts. Somebody inadvertently stepped on you, or? Yeah, I stepped on. Um, you, know, you, got, you guys obviously know I'm dealing with a little something, but um, business as usual. Um, my preparation for the Jets, same old thing. Um, the Giants game has been flushed. Um, we moved on. We have so much to learn, learn, learn from from the game. I have so much um, I learned from the game. Um, you know, being patient, um, playing my position, being patient, uh, taking what they give me, and going out there and protecting the ball is something I've done. Um, done done a fairly good job of majority of the year, you know, to this point. Um, so to have a game like that, it's a lot for me to learn from, and I'm excited to to um, have opportunity to to stay back this week. Sorry, you played through injuries before. When you in doing that, does it kind of like? Make you slow down, and you know what I mean. What does it do to your game? Does it does it make you slow down at all, or does it, it does make you nothing? More I think I think or? I think the most important thing when you go out there and play a game is, is just to to have the right attention to detail, and that's that's what I've been talking about. Um, and you know, I, I think that's something that we lacked um, as an offense. Something that I lacked um, in last week's game. So it's something that I definitely want to do a better job of this week, um, regardless of the circumstances. We've seen you um, in some games this season uh, get better as as the game has progressed. Um, is, are you a rhythm guy? Is that something that you you've noticed about yourself? And do you feel like it, that's an accurate description of, of you know of, of some of the games in which you've played? Um, I think I, I think it goes as it goes. You know, I'm a guy. Um, I just simply want to execute at a very high level. I want to execute at a very high level, um, and that comes from um, everybody being on the same page of how we're attacking, what the intent of the play is, and what we're trying to do. So I think that's an overall uh, collaborative thing, um, and it's something that we've definitely grown at. It's something, you know, I, it's something that we've gotten better at. Um, and we took a step back last week, and um, I took a step back last week from that. So I'm excited to come into this week um, and go out there and play. You were obviously um, moving around quite a bit in the fourth quarter after <clears throat> you hurt the ankle and everything. I like, did it limit you? Did it bother you at all? Like during that time? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said I, you guys know I'm dealing with something. Um, it's the first one you guys have um, known. So continue to deal with it and move forward and get ready for this week's game. You mentioned patience, Jalen. Do you have to be patient during the week to make sure you're optimal for game day? Do you have to switch anything as far as making sure, scale back a little bit so you're ready for something? Yeah, when I was referring to patience, I was referring to just my overall game, um, my overall game and being patient and taking what they give me. Um, you know, no coach told me you never go broke taking a profit. Um, and I know there's a lot of opportunities in, in last week's games and um, even some games before where, you know, just take what they give you. So um, that's something, something that I've kind of jotted down. Um, I've, I've taken that coaching. Um, I've, I've taken the, the great coaching that the coaches are giving me. And um, I'm excited for this week. Jalen, you've obviously known Devontae for a really long time. What stands out to you about his particular brand of competitiveness? And do you have a story 
uh, kind of about him from college or, or the pros where you kind of saw that in action? Well, I, I think I think number one thing is he has the ultimate um, belief and confidence in himself and what and what he can do. Excuse me, and what he's able to do, um, and I do as well. Um, and I've, I've always known that about him. I've always known that about him. So, he, ultimate competitor. I'm sorry, Joan. you, uh, Joan. Um, the four previous games, I think you averaged around, you know, somewhere less than 20 pass attempts per game. Do you feel like the the not as much emphasis on the passing game affected you this past Sunday? Um, I wouldn't say that. I just think I affected me. I, I didn't play. I didn't play good enough. I didn't play to my standard of play. It's as simple as that. Um, excited for a new opportunity this week. Yeah. Big time game. The Giants blitzed uh, at a higher percentage than they ordinarily have. Do you, do you expect kind of the copycat league that teams will try to do that to you guys more? Um, you know, you, you, you can expect a ton of things when, when we're running the ball the way we are. Um, and then they're. they're, they're Probably a number of different ways that you can try and take that away, um, but I think as an offense we have to be able to um, respond to anything thrown our way and ultimately control the outcome of the game, uh, dominate the line of scrimmage up front, um, be efficient in the passing game. I mean and that starts with me, and I know um, as a football team, as an offense, as a whole, as a whole unit, everybody that's Eagles, um, we go as I go. So I'm excited for this week. Is there anything the quarterback room changed with with Gardner Minshew as as your main backup as opposed to Joe Flacco and you know what kind of what Flacco brought when he was here? Yeah, I think it's so crazy because Joe brought so much wisdom um, to the room when he got here. Um, he taught me so much. Um, him being in my ear, telling me different things that he saw within the game, and then you see, and not only me but to Gardner, and then you see Gardner and Reed come in and. Um, their input, what they see, it's always valuable to me. Um, so they, they, they all have experiences, obviously. We all have experiences, and we all, t- we all talk ball because this is what we love. Hey, John, what's the significance to you of the Women's Sports Foundation? Yeah, um, I thought that was very important, important to me to, to show my support and play a role in um, equaling out the, the playing field for uh, women in sports and women all around the world, re- really, when you talk about them being empowered to um, truly have equality in every, whatever field that they uh, choose to uh, strive for. You know, I know I have a, I have a mother. My mom, she's, um, she raised me um, with high character and um, to do things the right way, and she's a counselor back, back home. And um, that, that's a perfect platform to impact the people around you and ultimately impact kids around you. Um, I have a younger sister that's going to be a senior in high school next year, and um, I know she has dreams and aspirations um, to do special things in her life, um, whatever it is, and I want her to know that she can do anything that she puts her mind to and, and know that her brother has her back. And I have, um, f- uh, I have a female agent. I have a female marketing agent. Um, I'm, I'm big on that, so... Caitlin, the, the, the Giants made a point of trying to hit you on those RPOs uh, after you handed the ball Yeah, I can't get a call. can't get a, you know, can't get a call. Uh, what did the officials say about that? And is there anything you can do, you know, can you stick an elbow in the guy I don't, I don't know. I might have to pull up, remember the Titans the next time. You try and come and hit me. Sunshine. Sunshine. That have had great performances when they were hurt. Have you had any of those? And is that a part of the challenge this week? 
Uh, just tune in. Just tune in. <laughs> just tune in. Can you tune in. Just tune in. Just tune in. Just tune in. Just tune in. Been with Jalen Hurts for a while, and it seems like he has a very strict process about how he corrects mistakes. Have you noticed that from him, and, and uh, what do you take from that? Yeah, uh, just seeing Jalen for the last two years, you know, he, he wants to get better each and every day, and he's got his routine uh, after the game, go watch film with him sometimes, and, you know, he just talks about what he sees, what he wants from everybody. But, no, I, th I think he's done a great job uh, learning, getting better, and, you know, when, there, when he has mistakes, he, he takes accountability. You know, he doesn't blame it on anybody else. If he, he told someone to do something in a game, uh, he lets them know that it's not his fault. He takes accountability, uh, which is awesome to see from your quarterback. Nick said after the game that there were some doubles on third downs of you. Have you seen that increasingly uh, this season? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, depending on the play, uh, sometimes just depending on the defense you're going against, if it's cover four and you're going across the field, um, a lot of the way the defense plays, they put that other safety looking up number three, and that's where I'm at. So sometimes just uh, formationally you'll get it. But uh, there, there's been a little bit more and more. Um, the more that both Devontae and I catch the ball, the more defenses are going to take it away. Um, so you see it a little bit more, but uh, you just have to keep going and figure out how to beat the one that you have to beat to get open. What's the, what's the counter to that in Dallas if, if that attention is going to come? What's the counter? Um, you know, like I said, for me, all I can do is attack one of the players and beat him and get open. But ultimately, shoot, if they're trying that hard to take people away, um, you're going to have to go with other people, get other people involved, and uh, the other people are going to have to step up and make plays so teams can't do that. And what did they do on the, on the last play to kind of take you out of, of that? I mean, you know, just kind of describe what they were doing there. Yeah, the last play, um, you know, we just had a couple mesh routes, and then I was running across the field uh, deep in on the uh, backside. And, you know, the safety was just kind of the same thing. He was looking up number three, looking me up. Um, and then, you know, they had a good pressure. Um, I thought we had a good play called. I thought we could have made a play. Um, it's one that you'd like to have back. But, you know, looking forward, we're ready to take on the Jets and uh, can't worry too much about that. Overall, what was your reaction to getting three targets in the game? Um, you know, it's – it's whatever. Um, obviously, I would like to get 10 targets a game, like, you know, just like any other tight end in the league. But, you know, I think I make a big impact in the game in more ways than just catching the ball. Um, you know, I think we ran for 200 plus And, you know, if, if we're doing that, we should be winning a lot of games. Um, but, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to help the team win. And, you know, my number wasn't called in the passing game as much. So I did what I could in the run game. What was your assessment of what you should have? Um, do you feel like you could have had that last target that was thrown to you? Uh, yeah, I, I should have been able to make that play. Um, you know, the DB did a good job getting his hand on it the same time I did, but uh, I pride myself in making contested catches like that, and that's one that I, I wish I could have back and, uh, you know, would have put us either in another first down or a, a second and short or third and short. I can't remember what down it was on, but that's just another easy way to keep a drive going that, you know, I hold myself accountable for not making that play. As you're going through a game like that and the targets aren't coming, what's your, like, internal monologue? Like, how do you... How do you react to it? Um, for me, it's just, you know, next play always. Uh, it doesn't matter what happened the play before. Um, you know, we call a run play. I'm going to go and uh, try to win my assignment there. We call a pass play. I'm going to try to uh, win my assignment there, get open versus my matchup. Um, and, you know, if the ball's not coming to you, I don't get to pick where it goes. I don't get to pick the calls. So I'm just going to go out there and try to win and do my assignment to the best of my ability each and every play. Do you think your run block 
blocking has improved as the season has progressed, number one, number two? If so, why? And is there somebody you, you, you sort of uh, tailor your, your blocking after, somebody you look up to? Um, yeah, I think uh, just as the season goes, you know, it's a, it's a long off season for football, so there's – shoot six seven months where you don't do a whole lot of blocking OTAs you don't put pads on and really be able to block so uh in the season you just kind of get in a groove of it you get a feel for how defenses are going to play so I think it's definitely improved um I can't say that I, tr I watch that many uh tight ends blocking um I feel like I do a very good job blocking um so you know I just I just kind of watch myself correct it see where my hand placement is see my my steps uh and the angles that I could have took to be better and then shoot just learning the defense and uh, the gaps they have to fit is just a little bit easier getting to your assignment uh, faster and just kind of the same thing as the offseason you know the more the year goes with new coaches uh, learning how um, the runs are schemed and stuff like that uh, you just get a better feel for how it's going to be so it makes it easier is there a block that you, that you really really look back on so far this year where you're maybe we we didn't notice where it was like, you know, you're you're super proud of that one. You, you remember a block in a game where you uh, you did your job where we might not have noticed it. Um, you know, it's it's kind of started in Detroit. Uh, me and Jordan got stuck on the backside of inside zone, and we were able to double team. Uh, we did that a couple times in Detroit. Did it this last week, and anytime I can work with him, it's always a lot of fun. I feel like it's just easy to maul a dude because. Shoot, you're working with Jordan. He does it basically himself, and I can just kind of be there, give that little extra push to make a dude fall down. It's always cool for me. Thanks, hey, Dallas. Elijah Ryan, uh, how much uh, Elijah's obviously on the Jets now? Not first team like you, but how much did you get to work against him over the years, and uh, what kind of relationship did you guys develop? Yeah, went against him a lot. Uh, you know, it was in camp. He'd, he'd guard me. And then, shoot, even all throughout the years, uh, he'd be on scout team. I went up against him a lot. Uh, you know, he's, he's a super hard worker. He's a great guy. Uh, he wants to get better and, you know, wish all the best for him in uh, New York. Next to the podium, center Jason Kelsey. Jason, what happened on the, uh, the injury what was your process in getting back? We had a, we had a good time sort of watching you. <laughs> Trying to get ready? Yeah. Um, it's kind of a weird deal. I, I fell down on the play that I got hurt on, and uh, some guys fell on the back of my leg. Kind of got something happened, got twisted or something like that, and I got up the next play and uh, noticed I couldn't really uh, fire my quad in my stance, so I kind of walked off after the next one. And... Um, you know, we were just trying to get the knee to be able to be stable again, the quad to fire because, you know, you need to be able to protect yourself and stuff like that. And so we just tried a bunch of different things. And then eventually in the second half, um, I think it had calmed down a little bit and we were able to get back out there. Now, did you get it taped or braced or anything like that? We tried the tape. The tape didn't really help it. Um, we really, you know, you know, tried uh, like soft tissue things, you know, just little exercise to get it to fire. You know, we kind of tried a little bit of everything. And, um, you know, eventually it was, um, you know, after coming out in the second half, I, I redid some of the exercises on the sideline, felt good, and went back out there. And it's the same knee, right? The, the same knee you, you, you used to in 2012? Yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah, 12, right? Yeah, 2012. Yep. Is it a problem for you chronically? Is it? No, it's, I've actually been really lucky with that knee. It's been pretty good. Um, you know, actually, I think, it's like more flexible because I tore the MCL. I can almost like 
you know, cock it and get a little bit extra juice on that knee. No, um, the, uh, it's, uh, it's been good. Um, I really haven't had too many issues with it. Um, you know, I think I've been pretty lucky in that regard. Boston Scott was kind of almost moved to tears when he's talked about you coming back and, uh, you know, showing how much just playing every snap and playing football means to you. Nick Sirianni said he sent you a text talking about your toughness and said he got chills. I mean, what does it mean to you when when guys like that say those things about you? Um, I mean, obviously, you, you appreciate it. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, I don't know. You know, I I really care about the game. I care about my teammates, and I care about, you know, the sport and this team. So, um you know, I just try and do everything I can. And it's nice to hear that, you know, guys appreciate it and teammates appreciate it whenever they say stuff like that. So, um, you know, but I think, you know, you know, I think that's kind of the way it should be done. And I think for the most part, that's the way, you know, guys in this organization go about it. It's fine. It's pretty good. I think, um, you know, there's some swelling in there for sure. Um, and we're going to, you know, continue to try and get that out. But for the most part, um, you know, there's nothing major damage there, it looks like. And, um, you know, should be good. Nick calls you the toughest person he's ever been around. Who's the toughest person you've ever been around? Man, I don't know. Toughness is a weird thing because I think everybody, you know, the conventional mold of it is, uh, you know, this, like, you know, macho, like very physically dominating, you know, sometimes angry type of fellow. Um, but I really think toughness, uh, and that's what I used to think about it was, but the more I've played football and even going through college with certain guys, you really realize toughness is the guys that can come and do the same thing over and over and over again. Um, I'm trying to remember the exact quote from this movie, but Bronx Tale, the... Uh, you know, when they're talking about, uh, you know, the rich, you know, mob boss being the tough guy and Robert De Niro has to remind him, you know, I'm the guy that goes to work every day. You know, <clears throat> that's toughness, right? So, you know, I, I firmly believe that, you know, I've been around a lot of guys that just come in every single day, work their asses off um, to be better, to to service their teammates, uh, you know, that's toughness. And I've been around a bunch of guys that are like that through college and the NFL. Well, and it, you said that you embody Philadelphia. Do you agree? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I think that um, that's a tough question to answer. Um, I think I embody uh, the values and morals that, my parents and life experiences have like given me. I I do think that teams take on the embodiment of where they're at and the fan bases that they that root for them. Um, I think it's no question that you know the majority of Philadelphia Eagles teams are labeled tough, hard-nosed, physical football teams, and I think a large part of that is because of the vibe, the energy and uh, what the city demands. Uh, so, you know, I am a product of a lot of different things. Um, so, but, you know, 
I think um, I don't know if that answers the question. Jason, or not. a year ago, a year ago this time, um, you know, when you guys were pretty much out of it, you were asked about playing younger guys and building towards the future, and you said, you know, at all times the focus must be on winning. Um, but you know that isn't always reality. We saw what happened in the last game last year. Um, you know, uh, how do you feel about that? When I mean, the organization still has to make decisions. They still have to look at Jalen Hurts. They still have to know if he's he's the guy. How do you, how do you do you still reconcile that the same the same way? Well, even you know, I don't want to bring up last year, but um, you know, I I firmly believe that there is a way to do all of that and still make maintain the focus of winning football games. Um, you know, the reality is I think we're you know we're still. You know, as bad as the season has gone to this point, you know, we went out, we can still make the playoffs and be competitive this year. And outside of this last game, I think, you know, we've been trending pretty good. So, you know, I'm, I think everybody here, um, I know everybody here is still focused on winning this year. Um, but this whole season, you know, I think, you know, you, you already knew coming into the season that this is a, you know, you're always trying to build the team and build towards the future. And, you know, I think the NFL especially is a, business in an organization where uh, you have to do both, um, you know, unless you're in a very unique situation where you have a lot of older guys on their last legs. The win now model is a very odd model to take, I think, uh, in terms of like not worrying about the future, just spending all of your resources for one year. Um, you know, you can build for the future, but always the emphasis needs to be on winning football games. And, um, I believe that we're doing that here, for, for sure. And I don't think that'll change. What's your, uh, what's your Brian Kelly take? That was a surprise. You know, I remember when he left uh, Cincinnati, Notre Dame was his dream job as an Irish Catholic. Um, you know, I mean, it's pretty, I think it's proven. He's a really good football coach. He was great at Cincinnati, really good at Notre Dame. And um, I wish him nothing but the best at LSU. I did not see it coming, for sure. But, um, you know, good luck to him. Ah, man. If I was a young player, probably a little in hindsight, maybe not. I don't know. He told us he was leaving at a uh, at our senior banquet. Um, we've showed up to our awards banquet for a lot of the older guys with ESPN news trucks and local media all outside. So we knew something was up. So, um, yeah, that's always that's a rough that's a rough uh, thing for any head coach to navigate. But um so yeah. What have you What have you found about Jalen's toughness? I mean, Jalen's been a guy that I think embodies everything that we just talked about from the moment he's been here. Um, he's played through injuries last year, played through injuries this year. Um, he's a guy that is going to give you everything he has, and every single day he comes with the mindset to get better and to improve. And uh, so I think he's incredibly tough. Jason, uh, what, what have you noticed about Devontae's uh, maturity and and kind of overall competitiveness? <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, I think he's obviously, you know, he wants the ball, wants to be the guy. And I think that if you're a good player, you want that, you know, I think that there'd be a problem if you didn't. Uh, so, um, you know, I think I played, you know, receiver one year and, uh, freshman, uh, of high school and, uh, Man, when you're getting open or you think you're open and you're not getting the ball, it is a frustrating position because ultimately everything, if all of your production, not all of it, but a lot of your production is reliant upon somebody else. So, um, you know, but I think that 
you know, Devontae's also played receiver long enough and understands, um, you know, there's a lot more to it than just that. And, um, you know, uh, I'm happy that he wants to be the guy in those critical situations and wants to make plays. But, um, you know, it's, the game doesn't always shake out that way, unfortunately. What's your assessment of the options at right guard right now? And, uh, and, and I guess what kind of challenge is it for the O-line now being on the third option? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, losing Brandon Brooks earlier in the year hurt a lot. And Jack Driscoll's played really, really well in his place. Um, a guy that's played a lot of tackle for us to come down and play guard, that's a, that's a big transition. So, um, you know, it's unfortunate that he went down with an injury as well. Uh, but, you know, you know, the last couple of years we've, We've had to deal with injuries and Jeff Stoutland make sure the guys are ready to go. And Nate Herbig has played a lot of football for us. Obviously feel really comfortable with him. Uh, you know, Sua Opeta um, has been quietly waiting in the weeds. I've, we've been joking around here. Um, the Sua Opeta stock might be hotter than the Tesla stock right now uh, with the way he's blocking the one-on-ones and everything else. So, you know, Brett Toth, we just uh, got back. He's playing a little bit of center now as well, snapping the ball and whatnot. So, you know, we, we, we've got some players that we feel like we can go in and win football games with and go out there and do a good job. Um, so I feel I feel confident with the with the depth and uh, other guys we have on the team. All right. Awesome. Now we'll hear from offensive tackle Jordan Mailata. How <laughs> tough was it to see Jack go down? And uh, what's your guys' confidence level? I mean, you guys were together. You guys had six games together, which yeah. is like the most since you've been here, I think. Yeah. Um, how tough was that? And what do you expect from, from Herbie? I expect great things from Herbie. I mean, he knows the expectations in the room, and he's a phenomenal player. I mean, he always answers the call whenever his number, number's called for. So we all have tremendous amount of respect for Herbie and what he does to play two positions. Um, and, you know, I think when it comes to Jack, it was, it was really sad to see him go down like that. You know, obviously, the continuity was very important. You know, so the message that we've been saying every week, and you know, I think we have faith in the in the people that you know are backing us up. Stout has the same expectations, holds them accountable. So, I think Herbie's going to do a phenomenal job. He step right in into the crew, and, and we're going to get the ball rolling. Keep keep rolling. What, what did it mean to you to see Jason Kelsey come back after what he went through in that first half? You ever seen uh, the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies? And the dwarves are getting slaughtered. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word. And then oh, the old king jumps over the wall, and they come running out. It's like they rally to him. Rally to the king. Guess that? Okay, anyways, I'll find the gift for you. Uh, that's what it was. It's like rally to the king, you know? Uh, we got our leader back. It was awesome. It was a great morale booster. Uh, I'm not saying Herbie didn't have, bring that morale, but, you know, just, you can't. There's the reason why Jason Kelsey is, is Jason Kelsey, you know? So. When Jalen Hurts is struggling like that, do you say anything to him during the course of the game? I know you guys talk mm-hmm. to each other. In-game, do you say anything to him when he's having those uh, issues? The next play, it's about it. You know, we try and we want to move forward. We want to identify the problem and just move on to the next play. Try not to be a repeat offender. So it's our message that we have as a team. And, you know, whenever I see Jalen, just pick his head up and he's very tough on himself he's he's a professional he's a hard worker takes accountability when, when it needs to so yeah that's that's our message is O-line always whenever one of us is talking to him it's like you know we'll let him know that we have his back just keep keep his head up Jordan, Jordan have you seen a trend of teams blitzing um, their <coughs> either their nickel or their safety from the edges uh, mm-hmm. in the last two weeks I wouldn't say it's a trend I think it's just what they do 
So the, it just happened to be, you know, that's their identity. That's how they present their defense. So you know, I don't think they're doing it because of us. I just think that's just who they are as a defense. You know, that's what we've learned during study. So, yeah. Jordan, building off the last question on, on Jalen, mm -hmm. um, there, there was an image after the game where, you know, you went up to him after that final play, looked like, you know, you were consoling him, had a quick conversation. What was that moment like? And, um, you know, how, how does that relationship uh, between you and him go? I think uh, sometimes actions are louder than words. I didn't say anything. Just wanted to let him know that I was there, that he wasn't alone. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't anyone's fault. Just, you know, sometimes you, you you don't have any words to say. You're just like shocked, you know. Like that's 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 the truth. I didn't say anything. I just stood there by him, made sure I was there, picked him up, walked by him, made sure that you know he was in a good place. And we weren't we weren't in a good place out of that game. You know, it was a it was a tough loss. Um, you know, obviously y'all know. I, I I'm a very I'm a very bad loser. So uh, that's just me. And so I try to make sure that you know my boys are good first before I handle my business. So. Yeah, what was going through your head after the after the game? You know, there were some photos of you looked like you were emotional. You said you're a bad loser, but what was going through your mind? I'll tell you what, I was fine before Stout came up to me, started talking, and I just lost it. I just, you know, we play games, and you know, when we when you know you, you the line and everybody in that team is is giving their all to, to you know, win the game. It's it's just. And you don't come away with the result that you want. It's tough, man. It's tough, and I think that's what I love about this team. Everybody's competitor. Everybody wants to strive to be great, and you know that's why we have the locker room that we have. Everybody's same mindset. And I think for me, I just you know get emotional. That's it. What did Stout say to you? The same thing I just said. Yeah. You know, you give everything that you got. At the end of the day, you can look in the mirror and say you did that. What's with, what's with Jalen in that game uh, Sunday? The Giants were making a point of hitting him after the handoffs on the RPOs. Is there anything you guys can do about that? I know you don't like that sort of thing. I hate that stuff, and it's like, you know, that's why you got to be aggressive up front. You know, that's the only time you can legally hit them, or on the interception. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's tough, man. Like you, you can't control the refs. You got to let the refs ref and. Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating as hell, but that's when you can take it out on the, the guy standing in front of you. A couple more for Jordan. Uh, what's Devontae like as, as a teammate, and what's he like as a competitor overall? Phenomenal. You'd think he'd been playing in the league for years. You know, it's just the, the asset that we have you know, coming in from college and being able to just slot right in and, and just keep bringing that morale, keep bringing the juice, and just being accountable. Dude, the bloke is so accountable. Like... Tell him to do something. Tell him to block downfield. Doesn't matter how big. Everybody gives him shit for part of my language, for yeah his size. But the bloke can block. He can block damn well as well. Does that maturity kind of rub off on everybody else who's kind of around that age? Hundred percent. He's a leader. Everyone's a leader. They just don't know. <laughs> Last one for Jordan. When, when you're having an emotional time after a game, how long does it last? How do you snap out of it? How long do you kind of let it linger before it's like I got to move on? Uh, so usually uh, the 24-hour rule, but uh, if i got to be honest, this last game, I just got over it yesterday. I moved on now. Yeah, I don't know what it, what it was about that Giants game. I was just, I hate losing like that. Those close games, they get to you, man. But that was last week. We learned from the mistakes, and we're ready to take on the next game because that's the most important one. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Jordan. All right, guys. Have a good one.
Next to the podium, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. I know, right? No Grinches today? Huh? I said no Grinches. Nah, switch the Kobe's up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Javon, does playing the Jets, uh, you know, in the preseason, them joint practices, does that have an effect to, to this week? Like, you know, remembering what they look like and Zach Wilson? I mean, we uh, definitely um, know some of the guys, um, just being able to compete against them early in the season. Um, but that was a long time ago, so we know they um, that improved. So. We gotta be at our best. So you finally got that seventh sack for the career high. Was it still significant for you, even though it kind of happened the way? It did? Oh yeah, you you don't never show how you get sacks. Um, man, I just it's it's hard to get sacks in this league. So more in terms of the like, the, the way you guys lost at the, at the end, like, was it better? Uh, well, I mean, it, it definitely would have felt better with the win. Um, of course, it would have felt better with the win, but I was definitely happy to get it. What do you take away from a game where you guys give up 13 points and? Hold up to 260 something yards, and, and, and you get the you get the loss. How do you how do you kind of deal with those two? I mean, we just know we uh we had some good things happen for us on the defensive side of the ball, so we just gonna use that game to try to carry over to the Jets and be able to stop them. Just one of these games where you just can't wait to get back out there get the taste out of your mouth. Oh yeah, it's it's perfect. Uh, we going now back to the same place. Uh, and be able to, you know, just uh, try to get a win this week. I wouldn't say pressing. Uh, I wasn't doing anything crazy like that. But I mean, I, I try to get a sack anytime, so it ain't really. I wasn't really pressing it like that. Monday to Saturday, how have you been dealing with the shoulder injury? Nah, mine's it's good now. Um, it's just something that done got better over the weeks, so I'm feeling pretty good. BG was just out here interacting with us. What, what's it mean? You know, he was on the road this past game just to you know have his presence around you guys. I mean, BG, he's a uh, you know great energy, um, positive, very positive person, and just a good friend to have around. We've seen from Milton as he's, as he's progressed over the year. And he, uh, like I said, he keep getting better. Um, he's always in the film room, just. Always competing. We compete in the weight room. He just, uh, he a good dude to have around and just a very hard worker. It's been a grind, I mean, for everybody, for a young kid uh, to not really hit that rookie ball they talked about through 12 weeks. What does that say about him? I mean, it's, it's big because um, we all done been there before and he coming to the league where it's the longest season, uh, longest season we ever had. So, I mean, that just uh, shows it's mature. What was the, what was the mindset of the team like? I mean, we, you couldn't tell we just came off a loss. I think everybody just encouraged to uh, try to get this win and um, get um, get it rolling again. feel like there's enough time to get it rolling again? Oh, yeah, that's still tight, if you've seen. So we know uh, we still got a chance, so we're going to prepare like we do. When you see Zach Wilson progressing as a quarterback, what do you think he is right now in terms of his development? What's it like chasing a quarterback that's mobile like that? I mean, we know uh, he got a great arm. Um, we know he he's gonna get better over the years, but he's still good right now. So we gotta uh, find ways to you know disrupt his timing and you know get out of him. Any more for Javon? Right, Javon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Up next, linebacker T.J. Edwards. 
He did a lot of good Riley stories. <laughs> I mean, he's just an all-around great dude. Um, in the off-season, you know, we spent a lot of time just kind of training and stuff like that. Just a hard worker, you know, a, a local guy in terms of the East Coast, and um, he's just all around just a really good dude. I got all positive things to say about life. Not as much uh, since he left, but I know I know him. I know he's really focused, and I know he's you know just trying to put out the the best film, have the best day of practice every day to to get better and better. So um, I'm excited for his opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Um, and again, you just see him, you know, making plays with his feet and his arm. He's uh, got all the tools, you know, to really make all the throws and, the, you know, get plays out of the pocket and extend plays. So, um, you know, obviously just a guy that we're really, you know, focused in on for sure. Yeah, I mean, anytime you, uh, anytime you lose, it's not a good feeling. So. Um, you definitely felt that coming in on Monday, and you felt the the energy and the um, you know all that frustration being put towards you know positive energy and just trying to uh, get to this next week and, and put some really good things on the field. Obviously, they're different than they were when you guys joined practice. Yeah. You guys are much different. Is that? you look back on that at all? Is that helpful in any way? Yeah, I mean, you can look at some things, um, but you know, you, like you said, uh, they're different, and we're a little different in terms of how we're gonna. Um, play and, and things like that. So uh, you can look at, I think, for some personnel things and, and things like that. But um, it'll be fun to, to get back out there and um, you know play with them, you know, live in a regular season game. Is it rare for you to like go all the way back to like training camp film at this point in the season? <laughs> yeah. Um, again, like, you look at a couple things, but nothing um, too crazy. Definitely something new for me. I've never experienced that, but it's uh, it's cool. You know, you got film from all the way back then, so it's it's all positive. Yeah, I think, you know, the best thing um, about, you know, this building in general is everyone is the same person every single day. Uh, you come in, whether it's win or loss, you know, obviously there's going to be more frustration after a loss and things like that, but um, it's right back to work. It's right back to how can we be better for this next week, and I think that's one thing that, that rubs off on the team. Yeah, such a crazy weekend in college football. Uh, it's just like oh, the chatter of the locker Definitely a crazy week weekend for me. Um, my Badgers lost. So that one hurts a little bit. I had a lot. I had a lot of frustration on Saturday night, but it is what it is. You know, it was it was tough, but they'll be back. Yeah, probably not in the best spirits. I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even bother to. If we would have won, I would have said something. But it is what it is. Thanks, TJ. And lastly, offensive tackle Lane Johnson. Thoughts on Herbie? Uh, he's played a lot of football now. Yeah, man, I thought uh, Jack was just kept climbing at guard and uh, was playing well. Man, it's just unfortunate uh, him going down, but but Herbie filled in. I feel like Herbie played a um, a real good game last week, and uh, you know over the past two years we played a lot uh, together um, next to each other. How difficult has it been? I mean, you have Brandon start the year, then Jack. Yeah, just a lot of like uh, just communication-wise, um, you know, snap counts. You want to get the, the the cadence down, the the rhythm of the snap count, uh, and that's really it. But a lot of the things is just uh, communication with, with different guys coming in and out. You've been around Kels a lot of years. Uh, to see what he went through with the knee Sunday, 
uh, and, and coming back in the game, what did he show you? <laughs> Not surprising. I mean, I, I uh, Jason Kelsey, if nothing's broken or they tell him he can't play, he's going to play. So, um, you know, I'm glad it wasn't nothing uh, significant. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're a totally different, entirely different football team uh, with him him at center. What was he like in the locker room? Was he, because uh, we saw him on the sideline trying to lobby to get back in, was he pestering people in the locker room or were people to see him? I didn't get to really see him much at, at halftime. Um, I just saw him kind of walking. Uh, back, I think, during the second half. And then uh, I was asking him, I thought it was his foot, and he said it was his knee, he got rolled up, but um, then he, he came back in. Were you, did you, were you surprised that he did, having been out for so long? Like, yeah, I, yeah. if it's him, I thought it may have been something significant because he's really a guy that doesn't, doesn't miss any um, with, with injury. So, um, but him, him coming back and, and, and playing well, so, yeah. How do you think, anything you're playing? Always played better. Uh, I mean, really don't mean nothing if you don't win, but uh, I'm playing playing pretty good. Just uh, got to keep it up and stay healthy. Is this one of these games where you just can't wait for Sunday and you're going to get Yeah, but you got to put in the, the, the work this week. Uh, when we, we scrimmage these guys during during training camp, and uh, they have some guys inside. Uh, Franklin Myers and outside, who I think is an extremely underrated player. I think he's a good player, so we'll, you know, not, another tough matchup in the trenches. Is Jalen, he's still pretty young, but he seems like he's about the kind of guy that you have to go up and talk to him or anything about last week. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he's he's smart and he knows. Um, and with him, man, he just, uh, even when stuff's down, it's, I mean, he's still even kill level headed. I mean, he always has been since. Uh, from day one. Can you talk a little bit about the depth of Milwaukee? It just goes through so many guards, it seems like, this year. And, uh, uh, it just doesn't seem like this would be just a, a top-rushing team at the end. Though. Yeah, I think it all goes back to Coach Stoutland. I mean, just how he coaches. I mean, it doesn't matter, like I said, if you're starting or if you're third string or practice squad. I mean, he really coaches everybody the same way and doesn't really change uh, with who you are. I don't say nothing. I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff uh, on the sideline is us with stout uh, communication, blocking different fronts. I mean, even during the game, there's so much that, that we miss. You know, as far as plays, uh, we just try to the whole line man just just block and until the until the game's over, really. You mentioned the different fronts <laughs> that the Giants used. Like, was that something that you expected? And did they do anything that surprised you? Yeah, uh, I mean, nothing really that, that surprised us. I think maybe they caught us one look. Um, we may miss some pass pro. But other than that, we kind of knew that they were going to maybe throw a rank or two in there. But I mean, going into the game, we knew they had a good front uh, interior guys, uh, one of the bigger guys uh, that, that we go against, Lawrence and, and Williams. I know that you, you and Herbie have played next to each other before, but he and Driscoll are obviously different types of players, different body types. What changes mm -hmm. for you, depending on who's in there? Uh, really, it just goes out to communication. Uh, that's what I was telling him. But for me, I mean, set lines is pretty similar for, for tackle. I mean, it really, a lot of stuff's the same, just communication. And, and uh, But like I said, over the past two years, I played played some ball with Herbie, so have some some sort of familiarity with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think his confidence wavered. It's just, it's you know, he's he's disappointed. I mean, disappointed, but I mean, with the game we had plenty, plenty of opportunities to, to put that game away from start to finish, and we we didn't do it. A couple more for Jalen again. You've talked in the past that he's always the same person. Probably the same thing. You always go through a game like that. Same guy. 
Yeah, I, th I, mean, I think with him, he's going to be harder on himself than maybe anybody can be the media, the coaches, whatever. Um, so he demands a lot of himself, and, and moving forward this week, uh, no different. So, I mean, that's, that's what I see from him. All right. Thanks, Thanks Good. Thanks, All right, guys. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.